Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Here with Mayor Jeff Cajano from the city of Bristol. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, first of all, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Did you I'm watch the game? Well. I did watch the game last night. Yeah. Did I you was... have people over? Just you in your house on the your Archie Bunker chair, or like no, what's the setup? A group of us uh, have traditionally gotten together, good friends of ours and uh, the extended family. So about twenty people watching the Super Bowl. Well, and at your house? Uh, no, friend's house. What'd you bring? Uh, chicken wings and uh, a you cake. made the chicken wings. I made the chicken wings. Get yeah, out. we even put them in the smoker and uh, you know mixed them together. They were good. They're probably not as good as J Tim's, but uh, they were good. Yeah, J Tim's is really good. So, what did you did you make them buffalo or did you do something else with it? Uh, a little garlic and uh, and then a buffalo one. So two different kinds. Did, I mean, for me, like I didn't have a a rooting interest in the teams, but I mean, it's still fun to do. I for me now, it's sort of. I want the kids to be entertained, so I get all the food going for them and a couple of their friends. Uh, any commercials jump out at you? Uh, no, not really. Actually, I was uh, I, and with that many people, it's hard to watch the commercials. And I'm I'm into the game. I love the game. I didn't have a rooting interest either, but I uh, was rooting for the Eagles last night. So. so I I didn't see. I saw all the ads for the Gronk kick. Yeah. Did and and I only read online. They said he didn't make it. It's it, that's what they said, but I. It looked like he did make it. it right? I thought it was good, and a twenty-five yard field goal is not easy to do. He had plenty of leg. There's no doubt about it, and it was hooking a little bit. But I, I thought it went through. Thought it was good, and I had bet with the you know the, pro, friendly, the promotion the people there. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't do the promotion actually, but I have friends there. And so I lost my money. I, not like FanDuel where I got it back. I, I lost my money on this one. <laughs> right. It's funny. I mean, listen, if you do it responsibly, that stuff is, is super fun. I had yeah. all my kids. We didn't do anything for the kids because I don't want to do that. But we like had everybody pick winners and the points spread and all that. I would know. It's just a little more time with the mayor. We're going to have full segments with the mayor at 720 and uh, a little bit more at 740 and 750. But uh, real quick before we go to traffic, I to me, like I guess – I, I, I just assumed you would run for re-election. Was that, like, did that surprise anybody? I don't think it surprised anybody, to be fair. I, I, two years is an awful quick term, and as you and I talked off air, the four-year term is not something that's going to come anytime soon in Bristol. 
And you, there's still a lot of stuff to do, I think, that people would expect me to run again. Uh, it might have been a little unexpected the first time, to be very honest. Right. But uh, now that I'm in it and we're moving along and lots of things are happening, it, it'd be very hard for me to step down right now. You, the thing, obviously, with the police department and the two officers getting killed, and we'll get into that, but outside of the intensity of that experience, I mean, are you f- fulfilled by the job? I mean, do you like the job? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I, I had a totally different career before this, traveling all over New England and uh, in sales for the last 27 to 30 years, really. I had some management positions, had some training positions, and every day is different. You never know <clears throat> Excuse me, what you're going to get, and uh, that's kind of fun. It's been fun for this it's such a privilege. I mean, I think for anyone who who doesn't know what sort of leadership qualities they may have or not have, or just the opportunity to to do this is a great life experience. Regard regardless, um, we'll talk more about. Uh, we have tons of stuff about restaurants in Bristol, uh, housing. I'll obviously get an update on how everyone's doing in the town and in, in in general. Maybe March is going to be bad or something like that. I just it's been. I have to agree Weird. with you in the back of my head. I think that we are we have some storms coming. We have to. Gotta, it's it's got to all even out. Escape this. And unfortunately, if if that's the case, you're always hoping that March and April is the real nice weather. You're starting to move forward. I hope we don't have a April Easter storm like um, we did <laughs> in years past. I would not want that. Um, you know, it's fascinating. So you you beat you beat a Democrat incumbent. Yep. And and the city council was full Democrat and. The Republicans swept everything. Like, what's the partisan history in Bristol? Is it, is it, was it predominantly a Democrat town? And then, I mean, just, I don't understand how that could happen within one election cycle. Uh, a lot of people would say that. And it is the first time since 1911 that we've had full Republican control across the board dominated. Wow. But the previous election, it was full Democrat um, and all six Democrats on the city council. Uh, the only thing the Republicans had any uh, hand in was the Board of Education, which has a guarantee to have minority representation. So since 1911, we've never seen anything like this. But your, to your question, over time, it has gone back and forth at the top of the ticket to be either Republican controlled and for the most part, Democrat controlled on the city council, just if you look back historically. So we're two to one registration uh, Democrat over Republican. In but there is a history of Republican mayors yes, there in are. the city. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, I think that's good. I mean, I think that contested government, as Connecticut needs more of that at the state level, in my, in my opinion. I'm an independent, but I think that the push and pull between parties can often lead to better government and better legislation. You know, the, the, the reason you want to run Again, I assume is you started a bunch of things and you want to finish them. Can we can we talk a little bit about what's happening? You know, I, I think when we talked to the previous mayor and then when you were running, it's more like, okay, we talk and talk and talk. Let's get yep. stuff done. And so where are we downtown, you know, with some of these projects and, and when will they be done? Yeah, I, I think you said it. And my campaign theme this year might be uh, we're going to get shovels in the ground rather than just signs in the ground. Mm. And that really is something that we have seen. There's been a lot of good things that have been on the radar, but there are things that are hitting now. So Wheeler Health has broken ground downtown. That's a behavioral health center and the headquarters for Wheeler Health. So they're going to move from Plainville to Bristol and bring about 161 
permanent jobs downtown. Does that so. get recruited? Like, how does that? I always am fascinated by states that lure head corporate headquarters. Like, how does that happen? Do you have to offer a sweetheart deal, or just? Yeah, I, I think there's lots of little parts of it. And to be fair about that one, that is one that was previously discussed yep. by the previous administration. We inherited it, but we actually made the project better. We we moved the parcel over. We changed the parking structure for them. We made sure that we created another lot right next to it. There was three acres of the space, and they were going to take up like two-thirds of the space. And we moved them over and made a better deal with them so that they're going to share a parking garage that we're going to build downtown. That's a, that's a new uh, factor into it. So, yeah, these things, to your question, are – the people are interested. They come in. You have a discussion. You can offer tax abatements in an enterprise zone. Uh, but we've had an empty lot downtown for 15 years, so lots of these discussions. How, have been how many people is that? Like how many? How many? Like they have their headquarters, their main office. Was that like 25, 50, 100? No, no. This this is significant. Uh, 160 to 200 jobs will be located in downtown Bristol now, and they'll be moving them from the Plainville area. Uh, to where they leased, to now they're going to own this space and build a beautiful new building. Uh, for us, it's a double win because when you have a beautiful building rise out of an empty lot and it's four stories tall, it changes things for people. We're talking with Mayor Jeff Kajana from Bristol here on Brian & Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. That 160 people, they they probably need to go out to lunch and maybe they want to go out for drinks after work or or what have you. You know, we talk about Parkside Cafe and, and, and the restaurants by that group, and they're great. But you also, we've talked about a bit of a food desert in yeah. Bristol. And, and so what's happening on that end? Yeah, and you bring it up. We The three things we're looking for, work, live, and play downtown. I want to bring 3,000 people to live downtown. 3,000? 3,000 3, new people to live in and around downtown with about a half-mile radius around there. And if you don't do that, then the— Play stuff gets to be pretty hard. So we have the work side. We just brought in 160 right. at Wheeler Health. We had Bristol Health. That's a five-year-old project, so nothing new to most people in Bristol. So we have some work things. We're looking for the play stuff now, right? And that's the, that's the restaurants downtown. Okay, before you yeah. – now you brought up the, the live. How do you get – you have – Housing in the works to, to have that much capacity that close to town? Yep. The project I'm probably most excited about because it really does change the paradigm for people in Bristol is a project by uh, – it's called By Carrier. And from Hope Street, for those that know Bristol, which is the new street that goes through this empty lot, all the way to McDonald's. Uh, it's about a – I want to say it's an eight or nine acre lot will be filled with two large four-story apartment buildings, much like what you see downtown in West Hartford. And there'll be 15,600 square feet of retail space underneath it with 104 apartments above it. And the real key with that particular project is the developer has already committed and dedicated four large restaurant spaces down below that will have indoor and outdoor seating. So they're looking for restaurants to fill their space. So that's like kind of a vertical. Uh, yes. So you... Wow, that's really and and then you, your job is to find restaurants to go into that those four spots. Yep. And my questions are, and we only have another minute and a half here, but okay. how do you? What's the timetable on that? First of all, so they uh, are going through their approval process right now, and they are expecting to break ground somewhere in the April timeframe. This so April. This this April. So we're going to see two projects next door to each other, right across from City Hall, which will be done in October. All you know, developing at the same time. How long will it take to create that kind of 
structure and, and get that. Yeah, I, I think most of these, I know Wheeler Health, and I just had a, a another meeting with them uh, last week, and they will be done around this time next year, Wheeler Health. The project that's going to be the multi-use project with the apartments over the uh, restaurants might take a little bit longer, but by middle 2024, we expect that there'll be, uh, you know, restaurant space available. And it takes time to recruit those people and, and get them to come in. Yeah. So you think in a year and a half, that place will be ready to go? I think so, yes. And and then, and how do you know people will will want to live there? Uh, well, this... Is uh, it, do you get feedback? Like, how do you know? This particular group has built um, some apartments that are similar, but not quite the same thing, not a multi-use place on Main Street, just a block around the corner, and uh, have sold out and have a waiting list. So this is, we have not built grade A quality living, uh, apartment living in Bristol really since the 80s. So there is a huge hole. And we, we have a crisis throughout the entire state. hundred percent. So yeah. I, I think uh, Bristol's a blank slate, and it's an opportunity for us here. And I think people will be very interested to come downtown and live and play. How, you know, we have to go, but how far away is the cr- closest grocery store? Uh, that is a little bit of a problem downtown. There's no walkable grocery yeah, store right I'm now. Telling we, you, we, we built you, one, yeah. and it kind of fell off the vine because the people weren't there. That's why when I talk to you about the three thousand yeah. people, that's right. the key. You got to have the foot traffic too. It's one of those chicken or the egg thing because yeah. I do think that the convenience of being able to like stop by and get your groceries close to where you live is kind of crucial. But the grocers don't want to go there unless they know there's demand. And so, like, who's going to jump first? Uh, stick around. Uh, Mayor Jeff Kajano from the city of Bristol, of course. Uh, you know, we've, we're right next door. I mean, we're here in Farmington, and we've had a really – it's been good to, you know, watch you through that process of running for office and now dealing with both the challenges and the and, and some of the, the great stuff, but also some of the, the difficult stuff, which we'll get into in a little bit. All right, 746 here. We're with Mayor Jeff Kajano from the city of Bristol you know, last time we we talked, we you know we'll get into the the police department specifically, but we talked about recruitment, mm-hmm. and and today is a good day for the fire department, correct? Correct. Yeah, we're gonna uh, swear in one of our new firefighters today. So. so does that is is there a central fire academy in the state, or like how does that person get trained to the point where you can put them on the? Yeah, there there are uh, a couple I think around the state. We have a central one in the central Connecticut area. As a matter of fact, last summer we had our very first. We created our own fire academy because we had a large uh, retirement. We had to replace almost fourteen firefighters. Out of and, how many? How many full time um, firefighters? Yeah, you know that's a good question. I'm not sure the exact number of firefighters. That's got to be a decent percentage. You know, 150 to uh, maybe up to 200 firefighters. Full time. Full time. We we have, we have a full time fire. Uh, staff, no volunteer. So we did our own fire academy, actually, which was a pretty innovative, cool project. We did where where are you staffing-wise on the in the fire department? Like- uh, fire department, we were fine. So once okay. we had hired those 14 and trained them up, we, we've You're been good. fine. And the there. PD is still down? Down, uh, not at critical levels, I would say, at this point, where you know probably the last time I was in with you, we had several of the actual uh, police that were – out on a, an extended leave, still on leave, uh, but Fr- most of them have come back, which is very good news. And hopefully, we'll get Officer Ayerado back at some point here in the near future as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that for sure uh, when we when we have a, a larger segment. 
uh, at seven. We'll do traffic and weather quickly, and from seven fifty to the top of the hour, we'll have time. I do want to go back because I do want to talk about that, but I want to go back to the downtown projects and between all the stuff we talked off microphone about. You know, you got to deploy the American Rescue Plan money still, and you talked about dozens of different projects. Like how how do you make sure? How do you manage that? Like, and whose job is it to make sure these things are done, done on time, done on budget? I mean, that to me, if you have that many projects, seems overwhelming. Uh, maybe for some, but I, I think one of the things that I have changed is we have a great staff in City Hall as well. So I work very closely with the Economic and Community Development Department. Uh, we have really, it's only three or four people in that department, but they're allowed to do the work and we work collaboratively. I've given a lot of responsibility, a lot of responsibility to the other departments. Public Works is going to take on a lot of this type of effort. And, uh, you know, from Parks and Rec uh, to a lot of those projects, they, they get some as well. So it just seems like a lot. And, and you, do you, are you expanding staff at the city level or you can handle all of it? Uh, I think we can handle it. They might. I'm smiling here as I talk to you. They <laughs> might think that we need more staff, but uh, we you really think they can handle it, staff. right? 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 Yeah. And I think empowering people to let allow them to do their job is very important. And uh, I certainly am a much better delegator, I think, than many previous mayors. And that's because of my past experience. We mm. used to have to do a lot of that stuff. You know, I know you were on with Dennis. Uh, what was it like a week ago or so? Yep. And I don't know how much you got into sort of the the state of affairs, you know, post you know the Demonte and Hamsey uh, murders. And I just would be curious, you know, because I didn't get a chance to listen. But h- how are we doing? I, I think we're doing much better in the city of Bristol. I think when you look at the police department itself. I look at them, and I, I hope they feel this way. Certainly they should tell me if they don't, but they're feeling like they're back to normal. They're into the rhythm. Uh, that group of people is a, is a strong brotherhood and sisterhood where they come together and work together, and all of the outpouring of help from other towns and not only the citizens has been great. As a matter of fact, I notice it too. I drive around town, and I wave at every one of our police officers now, and I see people do that where they'll flash their lights and they'll – They'll have that sense of pride in what they do. But our police force, just to, you know, directly to the question, is it's back up to the normal level and rank now. And uh, that's a good thing. Right? In terms so of staff, so the, the I don't know if men or women, I don't know what the breakdown is, but some were traumatized from exactly. being first responder that night and they were on leave and they're all back. Uh, all of them, I think, and I, I don't know this specifically. It's an yeah. HR issue as well, too, to get yeah. too deep into it. But uh, you know, with the exception of Iorado, I think we have the vast majority of them. And back. you think he'll come back sometime soon? I hope so. As a matter yeah. of fact, a couple of weeks ago, I saw him down in Washington D.C., where he was honored with the Officer of the Month for his uh, bravery in October uh, through the National Law Enforcement uh, Memorial Group, and he'll be nationally recognized for Officer of the Year on a Courage Award in March. But I did see him. He's had a couple more surgeries since his uh, incident and uh, is recovering very well, but still has a little ways to go. You know, when it comes to crime, crime doesn't stop, right? And it doesn't um, consider the emotional state of our first responders. So, you know, what are your challenges right now 
in town? Like, what what are the things that aren't going well from a public safety standpoint? I, I think they're the same things that are going on around the state, where we have uh, break-ins, we have uh, petty thefts, we have catalytic converter thefts, things of that sort. And um, those are very difficult, uh, hard to capture and catch people in the acts of these things. And even when you do, you know, we had an incident not that long ago where we had somebody that, uh, you know, came through town and was hijacking cars in Hartford and Farmington and came into Bristol. And, you know, we apprehended that individual. So those are the things that everybody is dealing with. And uh, the good news for us is we do have a force that's not probably up to our 122. This is a number I know better. You asked me about the fire earlier, but uh, we're getting closer to that. So we're not at critical low staffing levels, which is good. And so we can start focusing on some of those. Well, separating out the catalytic converter story for a second, the other stuff, is your sense that this is all, is, is it all drug related or is it hard to know? Or I just try to get a sense of what's behind that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think that is a, a major influence and a factor, certainly mental health, uh, illness uh, in all of its forms from substance abuse to uh, just homelessness and other things. They all they all roll together. I, I don't know that there's a magic bullet that any municipal leader has to go ahead and fix that. But I think there are things that we are working on to try to bring more light to that and help people. Um, yeah, because I mean, part you know, you talked about what was it? What were the the pillars of of the, of the downtown? You said what fun and what, what was live, it? work, and play. Live, work, and play. Yes, safely, safely, right. And they have to have that confidence and faith, right? Yep. Uh, and having sort of central parking and stuff like that will help a tremendous amount, right? I mean, getting cars off the streets and into regulated places to park is a yeah. hu- huge help for that. Uh, you know, I wanted to get back to that 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 mantra you just said because. You know, when you I talk about grocery stores and, and entertainment, and I didn't know there's a theater. There's a, a theater that's just opened or reopened. Uh, just reopened, really. So our Memorial Boulevard Theater, it's now called the Bame School, which is the Bristol Innovation Arts Magnet School. So it's a, a intra district magnet school. They have a beautifully restored theater, the Rockwell Theater, that was donated uh, literally a hundred years ago. We just had the hundred year anniversary wow. of this theater. Not a large theater as far as they uh, they go, but 621 seats, and we're going to start having much many more community performances. So the school itself will put on a lot of performances for those in Bristol that have not seen it redone. Uh, this is one of those magical things. It's and I, I'm not a person, by the way, that has this great connection to the Boulevard, but it used to be Bristol High School. And then it was Memorial Boulevard Middle School. So we have a lot of citizens that have gone through the school, and they remember it fondly. It was shut down and boarded for years and now completely refurbished and com- and beautiful. One of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen. And what honest. is it? Is it going to be used enough? Like, what is the plan? Well, my if it was my, and I'm being very honest about this, if it was my plan, it would have been used a lot more already, and yeah. it would be used every single weekend, and who, we're getting who, there. Who, who controls it? So right now it's a school. So okay. the, the Board of Education controls the building, and our Parks and Rec Department, along with our Arts and Culture um, Commission, is looking to have many more community-type based events and uh, we're working on those so we should be announcing some of those very soon yeah i also you know it's funny i love movies so maybe i'm projecting a little bit but you know movie theaters themselves aren't probably good businesses but i always i always thought that like a second run place or like movie night like once a month the type thing or if that could really 
be a good community type thing if the space could could do it. And it sounds like the space is versatile. Yeah, I'm going to give you credit for this, Brian, when I go back and we talk about this. And it's funny that you say that because I visited the Palace Theater with my dad. Great who spot. grew up in Waterbury yeah. and has gone back and see the refurbished place. We brought him back there for his 80th birthday oh, cool. and to do it. And he explained to me that he used to go watch movies there. That's how that all that whole theater started every single weekend they would do it so so i think this is a nostalgia i think this is a nostalgia piece to movies i think that people still want to see them they just don't go as much as they used to so i think if there's that periodic thing that could generate energy i think it would be a good thing i just think when i i talked to you know luke bronan the same thing as many reasons to get people to come downtown that you want to do now you don't have everything in place yet but uh, to me like that's that your mindset about the you know, to do all things in one place is, yeah. is, is great moving forward. I just, yeah. I'm always thinking about what you can well, do. I, it's easy for the mayor to work on the live and the work part, right? So, and again, it, it doesn't happen just with the mayor. We have to bring people in and, and developers. So we have the work play two places. Right. The live is coming because we have a couple of apartment complexes that will be built downtown. Uh, the play part is a lot harder. We don't have control over that. So this is the best idea I've had. I, this is worth <laughs> the entire hour. I mean, we got there. the tree lighting. I got. Exactly. I already got my pen. I wear my mo- pen. Movie night at Bames yeah. Theater. Uh, let's I'm in. You, you, wait, we'll have to bring you to one of the first ones. And we got a minute left here with yeah. uh, Mayor Jeff Kajano from the city of Bristol. Anything else I haven't touched on that you want people to know about what's going on or with your re- re-election or just anything? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, certainly uh, it is re-election time, so I will mention I just made a very quick little... Uh, um, Web page for people if they want to get more information. It's CAG for Bristol. And, That's you know, two that, G's. Two G's. C A G G, the number four, Bristol. Uh, so you type that in, you, you'll find my Facebook page, you'll find our website, and you can find more information there as well, too. You so. anticipate. Um any resistance in a primary, or do you expect a Democrat to run? Uh, I don't expect a primary. I will say that. Um, You could always be surprised, I guess, and somebody could come out. But I think as a team, the Republican Party has really come together around this downtown development. We have more work to do, and we're doing some great things. We've had open debate, with even with all Republicans. We've had more no votes over the last two years than the previous administration had over four years. So communities getting involved, people are paying attention, and there's a lot happening downtown. So I think we're really good on the Republican side, and I, I certainly can't speak for the Democrat side, but it's a strong Democrat town as well, too, so I'm sure they will Put somebody we'll have some yeah. somebody to We look well. I'm glad things are going well. We, we'll obviously stay on top of you know those projects and you know, sounds like the next, you know, 12 to 18 months will be pretty exciting. So there we appreciate the time. Mayor Jeff Kajana from the city of Bristol. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.